0: Yes, ma'am, I read you loud and clear. Yes, ma'am, this is... Yes, ma'am, this is... This is the present.
1: everything's going
2: okay this how do we it. start these
1: well let's just we can, wait wait a second.
2: we're doing this as the president yeah right? we'll do the
1: president one let's just let's let's get rid of the whole uh the thing where we, we don't pretend we pretend like we don't know that we're recording
2: oh wait but you're recording right now yeah saying that is now you're per- you're still pretending
1: Ironically, no, no, no. I'll just cut. I can cut this out. I'll cut this out again.
2: Or, you, or you're gonna keep it in?
1: Oh no, maybe I'll cut it out though. Maybe I'll resample it.
2: Maybe I'll bring it in at the end, like for the outtakes. Ooh, that's
1: a good idea. I didn't even think about that. Hey everyone, and welcome to hello everyone and welcome to this is the present episode number twenty-seven. Oh my god, twenty-seven episode. We're back on track, back on track after our little break there in August uh, with plenty of presidential goodness for you. And with me, as always, from the other side of the pond, across the Atlantic, Mr. Harmon Leon.
2: Um, Okay, two statements. Uh, First, it only seems like 22 episodes ago that we were on episode number uh, five, which I wasn't a part of. Second, uh, across the pond... Is really just relative. Uh, maybe you're across the pond.
1: Well, we can both be across the pond from each <laughs> other. We can both yeah. be. It's a, um, a mutual pond pond crossing for the pond cross. Right. Yes.
2: But I think the term across the pond is usually applied to England or the UK. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry Scotland. Wasn't no, referring just, to you as England. Just me. 800 years of oppression. Sorry,
1: sorry. I'm just saying, hey, watch it, dude. watching you're not watch Irish. Watch it. Man. I know. You're you not Irish. Letters.
2: But again, uh, letters yeah, from Ab- people
1: from Aberdeen. Our, our, angry, some our angry people from, yeah, they could be from the Highlands. They'll be coming at you, talking at you in Gaelic.
2: Yeah, with with a mighty Claymore sword. <laughs> so how is uh, how are things over
1: there in the States? So we're more or less on track. We can talk about things that just happened in the news. Let's do a little brief news catch up with the current, uh, uh, okay. our current so president. We'll
2: talk about things in the news that won't be relevant the in because in, in, it's like what we've determined in, in 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 Trump not it's not even in Trump years in Trump weeks Trump weeks are like uh, like seven dog years
1: yeah I mean that was I was gonna say <laughs>
2: says that so on the last one it got very dated
1: it did it did and I was gonna edit it but then I was like no this is like an interesting little time capsule so I kept it all together so I was like here you go this is our thoughts from the last week of July With all that shit happened in one week. I
2: don't even think there's so much shit that's gone down. I don't even think people even remember the mooch. It's
1: uh, like
2: he's so forgotten because there's been like just, you know, it's kind of like Istanbul built upon layer upon layer of civilization. (laughs) That was just a shitstorm news story that several layers of other shitstorm news stories have been built at, on top of it since. Which
1: some people might say... <laughs> Until that, you uh, dig, you'll yeah. find the mooch. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the, the mooch encrusted with uh, earth that you have to brush off with a paintbrush. Or yeah. Or you know, <laughs> mascara brush. Um, yeah, so so that was, the, you know, that was all cut up. That episode was up. I think we did pretty well with that. But then just lately... A lot more crap has gone down, but you know the one thing—the conspiracy angle would be—that's kind of the idea.
2: To to put a lot of crap down. Yeah,
1: to put a lot of crap also, down. So
2: Trump is putting up false flags. False flags everywhere, dude. That's exactly it. So do you think? Okay, uh, and again, we should update the, the the listeners to what we're talking about because they might think this is might be post moochera right? But second, uh, so the false flags are he's trying to create. A false flag to direct everyone's attention from, say, uh, not going to Puerto Rico or uh, uh, the Manafort or, 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 or Russian collusion or, or, or whatnot.
1: Yeah, or his sons. Yeah, exactly. Or his, son, you know, or his son-in-law's. He, whoa, what was that? That was New York. Hey, forget about it. <laughs> hey, I'm hey, walking here.
2: Hey, you're blocking uh, the pizza path. Hey, <laughs> I'm walking
0: here.
1: Um, yeah, or from his son-in-law using his private his uh, his mail to to his uh, business, his government you know email to do business.
2: Pri- private server. Yeah. Private yeah. email.
1: Yeah. Well, no, he was no. It was his, he was using his private email to do government business, or was it the other way around.
2: Yeah, you know, and kind of they had an issue with that with uh, the opponent in the, in last election. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> and they, they kind of made a big stink about that. Like, yeah. oh, they're so dumb.
1: Yep, oh, boy, dear. Yeah, I, oh. I don't
2: even know where to begin yeah, <laughs> with all that. I mean... Yeah. No, I, so obviously we're talking about uh, kind of his rant on the NFL. Right. And uh, calling, like, in quotes, like, them, they... You right, know, right? Uh, uh, not standing for the national anthem, and again, we could go into all the racial undertones of, of the implications <laughs> yeah, there. But yeah. um, I, I think just first of all, he just realizes who likes him and who doesn't like him, and when he goes to these places, I, I, I don't even know if he actually believes this shit anymore, or he's just so such a social path that. Uh, he makes himself believe that he thinks it. I just think he thinks, all right, what can I say? They'll give me a big applause break with these, you know, dwindling number of people that follow me. Yeah. No, I mean, it comes from the mindset of, you know, being schooled by like Roger Stone and uh, Bannon who are so divisive. Mm -hmm. And so that's where he's learned his tricks. So when he, I think he just gets to these places and just thinks, what? How can I lower my bar that I'll get an applause break when I say this at a rally? Mm-hmm. You know, he, yeah. he he knows his audience, and then when he's takes a step back and all the media comes, uh, he just doubles down on the statement like he does every time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and like won't it ever admit that he might have made a mistake or was wrong about anything.
2: No, I mean I think if if liberals embraced him, he would just go the other way to say what I mean. He's just a fucking snake oil salesman <laughs> that he just says whatever will please the people that are in front of him, mm. and he knows his audience.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, well. Oh well. <laughs> And he's 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 the president. So what what's do you think? Uh, how, how do you?
2: Whoa, think... wait! What was that there? Whoa, whoa! And he's the president. He's president. Disre- That's well, right. Man. Why not disrespect Don't disrespect. what
1: I'm saying. Don't dis- disrespect the president. Don't disrespect the flag. Don't don't pro- protest. Yeah. Why
2: why is he dissing football players who who spend a lot of their time in a locker room? when 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 that's his favorite type of talk locker room talk <laughs> i.e. uh call back to the pussy grab tape oh
1: which is that's actually pretty good <laughs> that you brought that up well we didn't even talk about this beforehand but what's that in today's uh today's presidential tape we're going to be flashing back to the uh kind of 1970s version of the pussy grab oh really yeah yeah, if we wanted to. Uh, so good, that
2: leaves Nixon or Carter.
1: That it or does, Ford. it does, or Ford. Yeah, it could, it could be Ford. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm gonna use that as a segue and go with that. We're gonna keep this uh, episode nice tight. And I could insert an inappropriate joke there, but I won't. But this episode is going to be all about Mar- March 14th. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. What is that inappropriate
1: joke? <laughs> Go I'm, on. I'm cutting that part out. What, what, you, what did you have in mind? Cut, no, I was just in the mindset. I was in the mindset of the locker room. You know, I was in, you know, ah, I, was, I was So what,
2: what were the words out of your mouth?
1: <laughs> it was just tight and, and, and anyway. Nice. So today's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> So today's phone call is, like all our other phone calls, it's pretty interesting. A little more interesting than our last one with President Ford. This one's a little more off the cuff. This one actually is from March 14th, 1972. Uh, for those of you keeping at home, it is conversation number 685 685- dash. Three. Uh, this is from this is from one of the Watergate tapes, uh, Harbin. So ah. basically, what we're going to be hearing is an office conversation between uh, Richard Nixon and his chief of staff, H.R. Uh, Haldeman. So I cleaned it up a little, and actually, it sounds it sounds not too bad. But what we're going to do is um, I'll have and- you. I'll have you start. Is the, there
2: a gap in the tape?
1: There's no gap. There's not. There's not the one with a gap in it. But I'm gonna have you pl- I'll have you start the Wayback Machine, and then we'll play some of the tape. and Then I'll have you stop it, and I'll kind of explain what's going on. Um, it's not that long. It's about uh, four minutes long. So about two minutes through, I'll tell you to stop. But to set to to set the tape up. So this uh-huh. is. Uh, um, H.R. Holderman and Nixon sitting in the uh, White House, uh, in the Oval Office. Uh, they just completed a uh, a conversation about how beautiful the cherry blossoms are. Uh, so I cut that. I cut that part out. Um, Although it was, it was yeah, so so it moved right on to the meat of the subject here, and basically what happened is uh, Jack Anderson was a uh, columnist uh, for uh-huh. Washington Post, I believe. I'll fix that if not. But he was one of the Washington columnists there, and he was you know kind of had a f- uh, famous um, column where he kind of talked about doings and what's going on in the cap- in the Capitol, and in this conversation. Nixon and Haldeman have gotten word that Jack Anderson was going to be writing a column about the exploits of the U.S. ambassador to France, who Mm -hmm. was Arthur Watson, son of the founder of, of IBM. Oh wow! Uh, so he became president of IBM after his dad passed away, and then he moved from being president of IBM to becoming the ambassador to France and uh, some other governmental type positions. So we're going to hear about what uh, old Arthur got up to on on the plane, and then kind of move on from there into the locker room talk. So if you could go ahead and and start the Wayback Machine there.
0: that never to about uh, the Watson story. No, but Jack Anderson is, is running a story on, on, yes. on, on Watson. Apparently, <laughs> it's, it's got everybody all stirred up, and I think it's just 10% in the t and Bill Rogers practically ready to break down the crowd about it. it. He's running a story that Watson, I guess it was on his way back to Paris, it may have been on his way over here. But anyway, on the airplane, he was drunk, it was demanded uh, a bottle of scotch, the stewards wouldn't give it to him, so he went up and took one out of the thing, put it in his suitcase, the stewards took it away, and he was apparently chasing the stewardesses and making proper propositions for them. And uh, I thought, he was part of the private. Just uh, very disgraceful conduct, uh, in other words, and some passenger on the plane. Little Jack Anderson, so Jack Anderson, and his helpful attitude, is running the story. I guess you'd move on something like this in the first place. people, You know, all kinds of people get into trouble with this life. You Guys, have too much attention, fooling around with the girls, and that's too bad. Then laugh and says, "Yeah, I think I'm glad I wasn't boys. How you know, most people are." Apparently there is some, I didn't watch, him never drank. i never seen him drunk, I don't know about the drinking, but maybe he does once in a while, and, and uh, I guess he has a, a girl problem here and there. He was, he was an handsome guy, so proposition he somewhere. But, uh, you know, so what? I mean, sure, I mean, the all the wrong ones. It. It's a good time, wrong, I mean, it's wrong in a moral sense for people that are morals. We've it. that. That, that was exactly the point. And someone, the killer, someone said, You know, it, it, it's completely it's ruined Watson. And I said, Well, just a minute now. The United States Senator sent a girl in a car and left her to die. Is that really exactly an animated Democratic state? Is there anything I say about that? You're president. That take drugs. It's better to chase girls and boys. Now that's my position. Let's stop this. Girl. That's
2: what I feel about. I feel very
1: okay. All right. Well, I wanted to have you stop it halfway through so I could kind of narrate it, but I'll, I'll go ahead and just kind of talk about what was going on there. Um, I think we, you know pretty much. So basically, it was uh, Haldeman and Nixon up there talking about. Uh, so they explained the story. So you you heard you understood what uh, Watson was doing on the plane.
2: Um, he was chasing girls and he stole a <laughs> bottle of scotch. <laughs> and what's the big deal? Because it, it, it's not like he was chasing boys and all he was doing was chasing girls. I guess it was on his way back to Paris. Know, it may have been on his way over here.
0: But anyway, on the airplane, he was drunk. It was, uh, demanded a bottle of scotch. The stewards wouldn't give it to him, so he went up and took one out of thing, put it in his suitcase. The stewards took it away. He was apparently chasing the stewardesses. For that.
1: Yeah. yeah, so that was kind of it. And then at one point, Haldeman kind of jumps in. They talk about the Chappaquiddick thing, which happened. About... Oh,
2: that was Chappaquiddick? Okay, so it yeah. wasn't like, uh, you know, he was like covering up a woman. Yeah, that's, what, in I, his that's, that's what
1: he says. It's like, it's not like he killed the woman. You know, it's not like the ending, though. Know, and Haldeman's like, exactly. Well, boy, I mean, I like, hey, right. he
0: kill her. The someone, he and I said, well, just a minute now. the United States Senator grew in a car her to die.
1: That so, so that's like uh yeah, what they're talking about and then yeah, so Nixon's just glad that he's going around chasing um uh, girls instead of boys because he couldn't stand yeah. for that. So what happens? Then it's okay. Yeah. Well, then it's okay. And then what happens at the end? What's going on at the end? There is when you kind of hear the story repeated. Is that so? Haldeman and Nixon are sitting here talking about about this, and then Nixon is like kind of in his plumber's mode where he's he picks up the phone at the end of the conversation there, and he's calling. We're we're pretty sure it's uh, Kissinger, and he's calling Kissinger and kind of repeating the story to him and just like going, mm-hmm. "This is you know this nonsense. You know it's not the nonsense." Of what Watson did that has to stop. Nixon's just more concerned about the leaks coming out. I want you to know about it. Just to talk about you would have raised
0: with me and told me about this Watson story, this Anderson thing. That is the latest bunch of nonsense I ever saw. Look, people get drunk, people chase girls. And the point is, it's a hell of a lot better for them to get drunk than to take drugs. And it's better to chase girls and boys. Now, that's my position, and let's stop
2: this crap. Oh, just people finding out about.
1: Yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you know, it's all just kind of good old fun, just chasing the uh, proper positioning, the stewardesses, and
2: stealing bottles of scotch on the plane. That's fine. Yeah, so it's just kind of like still a <laughs> Washington boys' club.
1: Yeah, it was st- it's still kind of back kinda to kind of like
2: the old... modern day Silicon Valley.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or or the modern day presidency to tie it back into our uh, your segue that you didn't even know that you just that you just given.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, 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 just uh, the pussy grab. Term.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. This was like, you know, the president himself was insane that he was grabbing pussies, but I think he was uh, implying that that seemed to be OK.
0: Yeah,
2: that just reeked of uh, uh, tall glasses of bourbon and, and thick <laughs> yeah, yeah. T-bone steaks.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just
2: having a, having a good laugh over... That, uh, over it, over that.
1: Yeah, over the uh, the, the the drunk. Let's
2: guy. get another round of bourbons. How's that
1: steak? <laughs> the, the drunk guy <laughs> tried to steal a bottle. Now, one, now, now, what I'm curious about is I wonder if it was like one of those airplane bottles of scotch. Or was it was was it like in the olden I'm days? I'm thinking
2: duty free because if it's the little bottles, that's yeah. not a big deal.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, it must have been, like, one of those big bottles of Scott, yeah.
2: (laughs) I I was just thinking, there was this, like, multi-millionaire, and I was just thinking of this the other day, uh, who was, like, so, like, out of it, like, an old dude, that he, like, in first class, like, pulled down his pants and took a dump on, 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 on on the stewardess, like, cart. And then his lawyer, like, tried to make the worst excuse. Like he was suffering from food poisoning and couldn't make it to the bathroom. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just like the worst, like lawyer bullshit excuse, dude. You you turned. Do you ever remember that? Or? Well, I I don't know, but
1: you've turned into like the unknown Segway guy today because what oh, right. I, I was gonna follow this up is so basically what happened is the story got out. And mm-hmm. even though surprisingly enough, even back then, uh, Watson was embar- – or the incident was embarrassing enough to the government where uh, they kind of asked for his re- resignation. I, I don't know the the backstory details on this. All they did right. is I did find the letter where mm-hmm. Watson, Watson is he, – he submitted to his resignation, which was about – let's see, it's about four months after this incident so august is 1972 five months yep. after the incident so here's i'll just read you the first couple sentences from this is watson's resignation letter from august <laughs> 16th of 1972 and yep. it starts out dear mr president for the last six months i've been very troubled by asthma having had a physical <laughs> checkup my doctor advises me that i must resign from my post in france this has been the, the most difficult decision I've ever made. You are doing such a superb job as our president, and I've been honored to serve under you. Yet, and here's the clincher, yet the, in yep. par- yet the climate in Paris has aggravated my condition, and I am told I must take six months off.
2: Oh, God, someone <laughs> lawyered up and yep. had, had him help
1: write a letter. Yep. So there you go. You, you made two unknowing segues that just ties this whole episode together nice and nice. Tight.
2: <laughs> nice and tight which was a reference to a comment you made earlier. Oh uh,
1: yeah, to another comment. I was like more mockery room <laughs> comment. This is like layers upon layers on this episode. Yeah. Um, and the, I mean it was so nice and tight I think we ought to just leave it right there and go into your favorite part of the show, Mr. Harmon Leon plug away. Plug away.
2: Oh, God, there's so much to plug away. Uh, Well, the big plug is uh, coming November 21st, I have a new book out.
1: Oh, my Uh, God. Okay, tell me. Do
2: tell. uh, It's called Meet the Deplorables, Infiltrating Trump America, eh, which I go on and infiltrate uh, Trump supporters, and it's a collaboration with political cartoonist Ted Rawl.
1: Okay, excellent.
2: And, And just general plugs, there's always shows in New York. I'll be doing the best thing to go is to go on my Facebook page or just go to my site, harmanleon.com. I list all my upcoming shows.
1: Okay, excellent. And you're doing another podcast as well, I hear. it. The the grapevine has
2: it. Well, how how did you hear about this? (laughs) Because
1: it's over at our site, wordsoverchair.com.
2: Ah, nice. Yeah, another uh, podcast which we do is Comedy History 101, where we chart uh, the history of comedy. Okay. So well, again, you can check that out on Words Over Chair. Uh, subscribe to both podcasts on iTunes, and keep the comments coming. And, and and first of all, who do we applaud? Scott.
1: Uh, the donations.
2: The people who have donated to keep oh these God. podcasts going. Thank you guys so much for throwing in like a fiver or a tenner, uh, which you can do so on our uh, Words Over Chair podcast page.
1: And also, once again, i got to thank our uh, first-ever time uh, sponsor is BlackBX. BlackBX is a cost-effective solution to gather information over Wi-Fi, get real-time information about your customers, track new return visits, identify peak times, and create a customer mailing list and generate revenue for your for your small, medium, or large business with your Wi-Fi. Um, and you can find more about that by going to blackbx.io slash TTP. That's where you can find out more about our wonderful sponsor. Um, okay. Well,
2: <laughs> I thought that right-click save was a hard URL.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, this is, and no, all the and the internet hipsters. You can
2: cut that out. You can cut that
1: <laughs> out. No, no, the internet hipsters, it's all .io, which is which is some domain in the Indian Ocean. It's some group of, I, I don't know why a lot of internet places are using that, but I'll, I'll put that in oh, there. Yeah. It's yeah,
2: the white supremacists are using uh, ice, Icelandic servers.
1: Are yeah. they? Oh my god! Yeah.
2: <laughs> Daily Stormer—they are like an oh, yeah. Icelandic server now.
1: Oh my god! All right. <laughs> yeah. Our uh, pure Aryans. There you go, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not a, not a dish on Iceland. Right, and now we're not saying a anything? dish on
2: servers. Right, just and want not to clarify. We're,
1: we're not putting. I, I
2: did some shows recently in Reykjavik, and don't want to don't want to dis just the Icelandic people. No. Very nice.
1: No, or our 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 sponsor blackbx.io. That was just because. But anyways, all this
2: can be cut out anyway. Yes, we can cut all that out anyway.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks a lot, Harmon. Thanks for being here on the show. And thanks, everybody. Be sure to subscribe. As I said, you can find us on iTunes, the site, wordsoverchair.com, and my site for a few more weeks, uh iTunes, Google Play, and Last SM and other places where you can find cool podcasts. All right, everyone. Thanks and goodbye.
2: Bye-bye. My diaper Melania is right
1: now changing a diaper probably 40 feet away from me